0: FCUM Radio, FC and Music
1: United. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of This Club is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host, Cockers, and on this week's show, we'll be bringing you build up and reaction to FC United's FA trophy tie up at Morpeth Town from Saturday. And later, we'll be hearing how the women's team fared in their league game with Stockport County. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start this week's news in winning ways, as FC United last Tuesday night picked up their first away win of the season, with an excellent 5-2 league win at Mask United.
2: Griffiths, Griffiths with a diagonal ball, out to the right-hand side to McLaughlin, McLaughlin he moves in field now, plays a clever pass on his left foot to Ennis, Ennis crosses the ball in, there's Charles on the near post and that is a goal for FC United, 14 minutes on the clock and that was well worked. By FC, eventually it found its way to Ennis who crossed the ball in, there was Jake Charles and in his second game for FC United he opens up his account for the Reds. The clever thing there was
3: his movement and also his instant one touch pass into the path of Charles who'd stolen in at the near post and uh, he got ahead of his marker and forced it in
2: Well here's Palinkas now on the ball Palinkas plays the ball square to his left to Charlie Oliver, Oliver Slips as he plays that ball out to the right-hand side, but I think it's going to make its target. No, it cleared before it could get to Kane. And uh, there's Donahue snapping away. McLaughlin plays it over the top towards Charles, and Kane's going to pick up the pieces. Here's Kane. Kane through on goal to the bottom corner. And FC United have doubled their lead here in the space of two minutes. 2-0 the score. Max Kane getting in on the act.
3: Well, we talked about the ball dropping in the right place. It was a, I think it was a confrontation of two players and the ball just appeared it, it, in the space and, and Kane raced onto it, took his chance superbly, the big space in front of him and uh, scored very convincingly.
2: Free kick to FC and uh, Ennis takes it quickly, plays out to the right-hand side. Here's Kane. Kane crosses this ball in. Charles tries to... Oh, and Griffiths from an over-the-shoulder oh. effort and that is fantastic stuff from FC United's midfielder there, Luke Griffiths we all thought Charles was going to get to it but the ball broke in the air little did we know that Luke Griffiths was then going to do an over the shoulder effort the goalkeeper wasn't expecting that I don't think we were expecting that 18 minutes on the clock and we certainly weren't expecting this ball. 3-0 up 3 goals
3: in a 4 minute burst has completely transformed the opening stages of this game
2: Hall plays the ball down the left hand side there to Gabidon. Gabadon first time ball into the box and there is Charles on the near post and he's got himself a brace FC United now 4-0 up. 19 minutes on the clock.
3: Well, this is a devastating start and uh, we knew it was a great opportunity for FC tonight playing at Macclesfield struggling but uh, four goals in 19 minutes is a, a terrific riposte to those who were wondering when FC were going to ever win away from home.
2: Well, I think those uh, questions have been answered. It's... Uh quite a remarkable 10 minutes we've seen here at Mount Pleasant I mean every attack it looks like at the moment FC United are going to score Guy Hall now moving down the left hand flank for FC United over the halfway line the left back for FC still with the ball Guy Hall trying to do too much there and back it goes to Campbell who clears it on his own byline only as far as Munro Munro's going to go for goal (laughs) what a finish (laughs) what a finish from the substitute he got the ball and then drilled it to the goalkeeper's right And in added time, that's the cherry on the cake, 5-2. Full time here at Mount Pleasant and a satisfactory evening for FC United. A 5-2 victory here at Mask United and the first away victory of the season for FC.
1: FC Live there from Tuesday evening. In other news and the women's FA Cup draw took place last week for the third qualifying round and FC United have been drawn at home to Cheadle Town Stingers with the tie to be played at Broadhurst Park on Sunday the 22nd of October. While a week later, FC United will be hosting Hull City in the second round of the Women's National League plate, with that tie to be played on Sunday, the 29th of October, also at Broadhurst Park. And finally, for this week's news, an FC United's men's team on Saturday travelled to Morpeth Town for their tie in the FA Trophy third qualifying round. And let's hand over now to Ben and Woodsoe before kickoff.
2: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Craig Park, the home of Morpeth Town, and this afternoon, the home of the third qualifying round FA Trophy tie between the aforementioned Morpeth Town and our very own FC United of Manchester. And speaking of our very own, it's a big welcome back to This Cubbies My Club, to Woodzo. Hello. Afternoon. How are we? Not bad, not bad. 845 miles, apparently, so, we're so about so to so finish off travelling today. But anyway, here we are,
4: the final part of our triple header of longer ways. What's your thoughts, of today's game? Play like we've done the last couple of games, really. Uh, very unlucky last Saturday, weren't we, I suppose? That's been done to death. But, you know.
2: Not lucky at all. No luck involved well, on Tuesday night. No,
4: no exactly, exactly. It was a bit of a weird one a bit on Tuesday. Because I, I actually thought we had a devastating... I think I said half. So I a devastating five-minute spell where we scored four goals. Either side of that, it was a fairly... Even game, yeah, but, I suppose. It, it's, by is that, that the right point way to it's job done though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, job it's done. Like, absolutely. It's like marine
2: away. It was just.
4: Yeah, it's like you said. You know, you know, you wouldn't. You know, they've got nothing to lose after that fourth went in and went for it. Scored probably the goal. Yeah. Well, up to the up to half time, the goal of the game. I think our fifth probably just went, yeah. maybe eclipsed it. But you know, we had to get the points. Who do out the way of getting that away win, and, and it happened. We played well, but to be fair, so did Mark. You know, Mark. If you said to me. I didn't know the league table. I wouldn't have suggested Mask were... No, I think... Apart from that five-minute spell when it looked a bit like hot knives and butter.
2: They had a decent forward line. Uh, Gadibo's a really good defender, I thought. I thought he was maybe... Well, he's certainly their best player. Um, Yeah, I think that was a good... I think that's going to be proved to be a good result.
4: Absolutely. Brilliant. And also, three points would have been three points, and 1-0, somebody would have gone playing bottom of the league. To finish 5-2, it could have... Swung a little. I mean, I know they pulled it back to 4-2 and, and it could have swung, I suppose, but they didn't really... We were in trouble. Yeah, they didn't trouble that way. Like I say, it was a bit, a bit of a strange game because it was a decent game for a 5-2 with one team up in the league. Maybe that's, what like you say, because the game was already over. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're going to be uh, hearing from Neil Reynolds uh,
2: shortly. What do you think his... Thoughts are heading into this game today Back in the FA Trophy Because we've signed off the league There with, uh, with three points away from home The first three points away from home This season We need an FA Trophy run, don't we? it would be nice it be nice and get some uh, We've not had one in ages, no. have we? I mean, we got to we First round when we got so beat by more, more When we got F- F- Mask
4: Oh, Mask Mask yeah, not Ma- it was Yeah, Mask yeah. at home, yeah Late on I think, I think we haven't. We had have a decent run So we got to that quarter-final Against Torquay Mm-hmm um, and that's the first we've ever been we don't get, we've not got close to that at all it's not been a particularly lucky competition but we saw last night I mean Rylands went to have, I don't know what Rylands put out but they got beat 4-0 yeah. and they were, when we're playing a team from our league albeit I think lower than us in the league ever, a few, by a few positions I think only uh, just they've had a much
2: better start to the yeah, season than last year, than last year yeah. um, when we played them last year and won one 0 here uh, we were in the middle of that Great run towards the end of the season yes. and more prefer for hanging on a little bit. They were yeah, hovering they were above hovering. the relegation yeah, yeah. line.
4: Yeah, yeah, they, they, they probably had a little bit of a half an eye over, over the shoulder. But you know, we we, we we could do the win today, like you say. It, it's not three points, which would have been very nice. But it's it's just another step, and then is it is it first Proper in next round, is it? Yes, first round proper. And then you're obviously going to get some of the higher teams coming into it, and that's a good way of testing yourself. You know, we, we were, you know, stopping at the services coming on the way down. You, you saw Rushall were there, who obviously a league higher who we played. altering were there, were two leagues higher we played. You want to be playing those teams, so this is this is the only way we're going to do it. So absolutely get. Um, Get today over with, come away with a win and then see what the draw brings on Monday. Absolutely. Well, Woods, a big thank you for joining us pre-match. Let's hear the pre-match thoughts now
2: of the FC United manager. Here's Neil Reynolds. Well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us pre-match before this FA Trophy game. Just before we talk about the challenge of more today, just a bit of a catch-up after mask. Mm. I uh, I was training on Thursday with three points on the road in our back pockets. In all
0: honesty, we had a night off. Uh, yeah, we had a night off, Ben. You know, we, we've travelled after today 900 miles in the coach. Well, I said we had a night off. We did a gym program, but we didn't go on the 3G. I just thought it was important that we had a rest and recovery session. It was getting to just building on Tuesday and knowing that we've got another long journey today.
2: Yeah, um, thankfully it's the last of our longer ways for a while. Just a mere Curzon Ashton away on Tuesday night to look forward to. But what's your thoughts heading on into this one about? The FA Trophy.
0: Listen, I've just said to the lads in there. You know, it's a one-off game. There's no replay. It's not as though you can sit here and try and get more put back on a Tuesday night. The competition rules have changed. Uh, it goes to penalties tonight. After you know 90 minutes, it's important we stay in. You know, for me, you want to be involved in every competition. Devastated still to go out in the FA Cup, uh, but you can see. You know, if you're not on your metal, what happens? You know, everyone's raving about Warrington Rylands. They go to Avro last night, lose four nil. It's it's a bizarre. It's a bizarre league, it's a bizarre competition. You know, we're coming here to win, though. And I know Morpeth haven't lost at home, but we're coming here to win. And and we haven't, our our away form hasn't got going this season. But you never know. You know, four goals in a six-minute period Tuesday shows that we can convert our chances, shows that we're a good side. And hopefully we can take that, we can take that that performance and that confidence into today's game. It does go straight to penalties after 90
2: minutes. Um, have, Have you got an idea, just in case? No. Freewheeling.
0: Freewheeling. <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, hey, listen, you, you can't it because it depends who's on the pitch. I mean, Ben, I've been really brave today. I'm probably really going to be really unpopular in that dressing room. You know, I've left Ennis out today. And Ennis was was unbelievable on Tuesday night. And, and he, led, he, led our, he led our performance levels with his leisure qualities. But then again, he hasn't played a lot of football this season. He played 65 minutes on Tuesday. I think he's going to be a little bit tired, uh, and I've left him out. And you know, he's, he's devastated. He's probably not talking to me. But listen, if Charlie Ernest is on the pitch, he takes a penalty. But I can't tell you who it is at the minute because he might not be on the football pitch. And you know, you're looking at you know the likes of Lou Griffiths, Charlie Muborow, Maxi Kane, Kane Beru. They all want penalties. They're all confident. We do it every week. But I think when it comes to that if it comes to that situation, it's the bravest man standing. And I certainly won't say you have one, you have one. I'll say who wants one, and you know, the first five up will, will be the first five that does it. Uh, And what's your thoughts on the actual challenge of
2: of Marlpuff? Like you say, unbeaten here at Craig Park this season. Um, They've had a much better start to their league season than they had last year. When we played them last year, we were in the middle of that great run and they were just hovering above the relegation line. So it's a bit of a different team this time round.
0: I mean, I think they've got two of the best players in the league, in uh, Noble and Jack Foley. Uh, If my inside information serves me correct, Foley's out today. Uh, due to an E-injury, and Noble might be suspended. Now, that doesn't mean anything, you know, but if my information is correct, that they could potentially be missing the two best players, that doesn't make it any easier for us, because they've got two really good players who will step in. What I do know is that it's a 3G surface. We like playing on 3G surfaces. We've had a good record uh, on 3G surfaces. We're coming here tonight. We've had the luxury of midweek of resting the likes of Charlie Munro, Keen Baru. You know, they come back in today, and they'll be, they'll be fully refreshed. So, for us, Ben, it's... It's not about the performance for me today. It's more about staying in the competition. Can we get our can we get our season really off and running? I know we've done well at home, but imagine we could get something here today. We can go into Manchester Cup. We can welcome them back next Saturday. Why can this team not go on a really good run now? You know, and was it wasn't just that confidence that we needed from that away win on Tuesday night. You know, three o'clock will tell that. Uh, but for us as a management team, as a playing group, we're focused on staying in the competition and, and that's what we're going to do today. Good stuff.
2: Uh, well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us pre match. Uh, all the best this afternoon and catch up at full time. Brilliant. Cheers, Ben. Neil Reynolds there speaking to me about half an hour or so ago. Uh, Stato Paul, welcome back to FC Live. How are you? Good afternoon. Well, I'm. I'm not really jet lagged. I'd like to say I am, but I'm not really. 845 miles you've calculated we've travelled yeah. after today's game. I see it's been inflated on the team boss. Well, uh, it's 900 now. You didn't include slip roads uh, at service stations, did you? Well, that is true. Um, but. Yeah. um Fo- <laughs> no eight hundred and four. I'm doing it now. Eight hundred and forty-five mm-hmm. miles. Uh, that takes you, dear listener, if you remember back to the first season, that'll take you in a car with all the roadworks on the way to Leipzig. You're welcome. Mm. It is a long way, isn't it? It is Leipzig and and where we've gone over the last three <laughs> three football matches. It was interesting to hear that they
3: didn't train normally on Thursday, which is. Very advisable, considering the mileage they've clocked
2: up. Yeah, you've got to play Workington, you've got to play Mask, and now you've got to play Morpeth. It's a lot to ask of these players, uh, but a uh, good result on Tuesday, Paul, against Mask. They worked well. It was a very important result for many reasons. I think it's it's
3: given the players' belief that they can go away and win. Um, we've got some goals in the bank, away from home, which was important. It's kick-started uh, Jake Charles. And hopefully he'll go on and score a number more. And uh, today's game is extra fascinating because we play them again next week.
2: Yeah, uh, the league game on Saturday will be back at Broadhurst Park uh, for that game between SC United and of Town. Uh, before that game, we've obviously got the Manchester Premier Cup as well as we travel to the Tameside Stadium. That'll take us to the 900 miles mark as we take on Curzon Ashton in the uh, Manchester Premier Cup. That game coming your way on Tuesday. But, to matters at hand. The FA Trophy, third qualifying round, one game away from the first round proper tough test though today, Paul. Morp of Town here at Craig Park. They've had a good start to the season. Yeah,
3: they're unbeaten here, Um, but having said that we won here back in April with a Max Kane goal, so it's not insurmountable.
2: No, but that team that we played, I'm just sorry if there's an echo occasionally. Um, Our equipment's in the cabin. We're on a balcony just near the corner flag, but uh, the equipment's staying dry inside uh, the cabin, which is why sometimes when I, I go in here, there's a slight echo. So Apologies for that. Um, but it's a different mop of town team, slightly, because last season Craig Lynch's side never really got going. They were hovering above the relegation line for, for, for much of the season. He's slightly tweaked things, and they've had a much better start more generally this year. So even with the home form that you talked about, they'd still be a good team, and, and I think they're going to prove to be difficult for a lot of teams in the NPL this season.
3: What's noticeable is they've still got a hard core from the last few seasons, they've got four or five players who've played up to 200 games for them, so a lot of loyalty in the side, you notice, when you come to Morpeth. Now, some uh, visiting managers would have looked at the opposition and set up a game plan, Yeah. and the game plan might have been nullifying one of their players, Okay. Yeah. and then you get to the ground and you find out he's banned.
2: Yes, and so, that, uh, uh, Neil mentioned it there about his, his information. It's correct, Jack Foley is injured, but uh, we're not sure how, how severe his injury is. He is on the substitutes bench, but Maupov only named four substitutes today. Yeah. So, But Noble is suspended.
3: Yeah, and that's a critical thing. He's got a three-match ban. He missed the game at Ashton, which was bizarre in midweek, the bizarre game. But it's not competition-specific, the ban, so he misses today as well, which... It's confused a few people. Uh, so even some Morpeth fans were surprised by it, but that's the rules. It's a
2: first-team game. That's right. Yeah. And it's,
3: you know they, they don't like it, but that's the rules. That is the rules.
2: Anyway, um, you mentioned the midweek game for, for Morpeth. Um, that was, what does that game tell us, that, that game of Ashton United, the 4-3? Well,
3: we know Morpeth have not been so impressive on the road, but I think the fact that they conceded four goals very much like Mastid against us fairly early in the game tells us that they do have some defensive concerns, I think. They do have Jeff Henderson at the back, who's like the linchpin, yep. and they've relied on him for some time, and we know all about Andrew Johnson up front. But going back to that Ashton game, they were 4-0 down and clawed it back to 4-3, which shows they've got fighting spirit in the side. But, you know, for Jason Gilchrist to help himself to a hat-trick, and and also the fact that, reading the match report, Ashton and Gilchrist won a lot of headers, which is
2: strange playing the morpeth side who normally are quite bossy
3: in both boxes.
2: And that takes us to how FC United are going to set up today because uh, Neil was, as, as he's already said, was was aware that there was going to be two players, key players, uh, potentially missing from the morpeth team today. It's a big call he's made. Charlie Ennis dropping to the bench. Of course, we've got the Manchester Premier Cup on Tuesday and I'm pretty sure it goes back to the COVID season where you know we made the final but the final never got played. I think Neil wants to win that at some point and we have to balance the squad out, don't we, for that Curzon match and I'm imagining he's got one eye on that but also the fact Charlie Ennis played on Tuesday night and played really, really well but can he he do it so soon after Tuesday again?
3: Well, as we said, the the challenge was five games in 15 days and obviously Ennis is not featured in all of them in fact, he's only featured in one of them but it is a, a stretch for a playing resource such as ours, you know, we've got 18-19 and once you start losing one or two players to injury, it gets difficult. Obviously, we've got Monroe rehabilitated now, which is a massive thing. Yep. But interesting choice of captain this afternoon. Yeah, Luke
2: Griffiths is the captain and uh, we gave man of the match to Luke Griffiths on Tuesday. I think he had a good game on Saturday as well, incidentally. He's coming back into form, Paul. And it's,
3: it's very important, especially away from home, that our midfield gel And work hard and nullify the opposition. Because we have to stop conceding goals to the degree
2: we were away from home.
3: And I think we're beginning to improve in that regard.
2: I mean, we did concede two on Tuesday. I mean, if you watch the second one, it's the most... It's a scruffy goal. (laughs) That's the only way you can describe it, really. I think uh, boys just moved his leg ever so slightly. And that was enough for him to get nutmegged on the deflection. As it trickled over the line. Um... But that midfield trio of Munro, Griffiths and Donahue who all start today, said it on Tuesday, I'm a big fan of that midfield. I think if it, everyone stays fit that, and doesn't get suspended as well, I think that's got the potential to, to get us quite high up the table this season.
3: And we know the quality of Donahue, we've been talking about him for years and when he's, when he's fit and functioning, he is an outstanding player
2: what about the FA Trophy more generally Paul in our record in this competition it's it's, it, it's been generally mediocre I would say <laughs> hashtag mediocre <laughs> you
3: know we've had <laughs> go on. We, obviously we had the big run in 2014-15 when yes. we got to the sixth round stroke quarter final which was really an outstanding achievement for a club in this division as we were we've had one or two other good runs but nothing really good for a couple of years at least we've this, this gets us uh, a win today. Gets us into the first round proper, and if you remember the last time we did that, that was a couple of years ago at Mask, and we let ourselves down really
2: badly on the day. Yeah, they scored two it was in eight their minutes. Fullback was wasn't it who came on and scored a screamer? And I, I seem to remember
3: they scored two in the first eight minutes or something like that because we started so abjectly, and then clawed our way back in it, but didn't do enough.
2: But, yeah, but uh, yeah. But here's hoping for a bit better. We did win midweek away from home. But we are taking on a team who are rock solid here at at Craig Park at the moment. This is going to be a really tough test today. But they
3: are missing one or two players, and that's that gives us a bit of encouragement, I think. When you look at the team sheet, they're not the strongest Morpeth side that could be put out, and maybe it could be our day today if we start strongly and face up to them. I think the thing about Morpeth is they're very dominant usually on their own pitch, and you have to kind of find ways to stop that. And obviously, a good press which Renault has been talking about a lot on the team bus. Using the space of the pitch, it's a good size pitch, and taking our chances like we did at Mask. Now, if Jake Charles and company up front can take chances like we did on Tuesday night, we're certainly going to progress in this round.
2: Griffiths takes the free kick quickly, gets it to Munro in field. Munro to Palinkas. Palinkas now inside of territory. Looking out to the right-hand side, finds McLaughlin on that right-hand touchline. McLaughlin infield, Monroe in space. Munro outside his boot, finds Donahue. Donoghue's one-on-one with the goalkeeper and a great finish into the far corner. And SC United take the lead here. And that's been coming, Paul. Well, it has
3: been coming. We've had a couple of shots before this. The way that was taken was superb. It was threaded through again superbly. Donahue's first touch just teed himself up
2: he looked up the keeper was advancing and he was able to clip it into the far corner appeals for handball but play continues as it's with Barlow Barlow finds steel flag stays down steals goes for goal saved by Boys. brilliant save by Pat Boys on his near post deflects it wider the far post and a corner ball in it comes towards the back post there it's a good ball in and a good overhead kick there saved but he couldn't keep it out That is a brilliant goal from Morpeth Town. An equaliser and I think it was Josh Robson there with the overhead kick. A great finish, Paul. Not much we could
3: do about that one. Well, the key to that was they won the far post header at the corner and that created the
2: chaos at the near post. And uh, Oliver puts his foot in and wins the ball and Oliver brings the ball out chips it out to the right hand side for Max Kane Kane takes on his chest plays it infield to McLaughlin McLaughlin now could turn and bring the ball inside the centre circle finds Hall in this left hand touchline Hall bringing the ball forward for FC United he's got Donoghue for support Donahue now left hand side of the box into the penalty a couple of step overs Donoghue crosses the ball in flicks on there by Charles and that is a great goal from FC United beautifully worked down this left hand side but i was stringing the passes together, weren't they, Paul? And it was just so clever. Donahue with a delightful ball in. It was just inviting Charles to flick that ball on. And as soon as he got his head on it, Lawson was getting nowhere near it.
3: Yeah, it was all about the build-up, but the, the deft header from Charles, he, he reminds me a bit of Sheringham at times, the way he plays. He's not that level, but he's certainly got that intelligence. Lawson
2: plays the ball forward, he slips there and it's not the best of passes, Guy Hall picks it up Lawson's well out of his goal here Guy Hall keeps hold of it, plays it to Baru instead, Baru checks back, plays it into midfield where Griffiths is, Griffiths squared to Munro Munro to Donoghue Donoghue, goes for goal from distance, saved, it breaks here to Beru, Beru 3-1 to SC United Keen Baru scoring what a finish that is Paul the initial shot
3: from uh, Donoghue was too hot to handle for uh, Lowson and uh, Beru was in the right
2: place at the right time. Griffiths over the top there to Charles. Charles brings it down brilliantly. He's got two more per players. That's now one more per player. He's heading out to the corner flag. Left-hand side. Manages to get a ball into the box. Cleared there by Woonwell. Only as far as McLaughlin. McLaughlin here to Munro. Munro. Out to the right-hand side to Max Kane. Max Kane, good turn by Kane. Crosses this ball in. Great ball for Griffiths. Oh, he takes a deflection. Griffiths is going to get to it. And it's 4-1 to SC United. And once again, Paul, following on from Tuesday, it's a bish-bash-bosh end to this first half ball. 4-1. Well,
3: we thought four goals in the first half at Mask was uh, some achievement, and they've gone and done it
2: again. Griffiths. Down the right-hand side for Charles. Charles, is he going to get the better of Henderson? Charles brings it down. Charles goes for goal. Reed was there. It breaks for Donahue. Ooh, and Donahue straight at Lowson. I've seen that. He nearly scored in the fifth there. Reed heads it, but uh, Kane's going to get to the second ball. Kane goes for goal. Ooh, and Lowson spilled it on his near post. And it nearly found its way into the bottom corner. But and- Lowson just got just enough to it to palm it wide of the goal. Robson crosses this ball in. Thompson's there. Thompson with a good turn. Good save by Boys. On the back post. Oh, it's gone along. It hits the post, goes along the goal line, and there's Boys to just put two hands on it and say, like, That's mine. Full time here at Craig Park, and FC United progress through to the first round proper of the FA Trophy with an excellent 4 1 victory here. And it's
3: our second win here in 2023, which is, I don't think many sides will be able to say that because Malpeth's home record is generally very, very good. So to come here and win twice is, is quite a feat. And this has been a remarkable victory in many ways. In that, you know, we go back to Tuesday and we were struggling to win anywhere. And now we've scored nine in two games.
2: Well, we actually have to go back a week I think to Workington and the events at Borough Park because FC United dominated that game and didn't get the rub of the green for various reasons and came away with nothing despite being the better of the two teams for, for the majority of that game. We took that into the mass game and we had the bit between our teeth on Tuesday night and we saw that in the first half where we scored those four goals in like five minutes in that first half and we've carried that on into this game. There was an air of confidence about FC United in this game, in particular in the first half, where the the football going forward, it was like a a wave and Morphoff had no answer to it. It was brilliant to watch. What I
3: think Workington gave the manager and the staff was a sense of injustice. And they took that to mask and took it out on mask on the pitch in the right way. And I think they've carried that over this afternoon and gone out here and said, Well, if we can score five at Mass, we might be able to do something here because they shed four at Ashton in midweek. And I think that gave gave the, the side a bit of confidence midweek. And it, And it's like, well, now the away day hoodoo's gone. Let's go and win somewhere else. And, you know, you've got to hand it to them. The first half, the football that FC played was immaculate. It really was superb to
2: watch. Yeah. Every time they went forward, again, similar to what we saw on Tuesday, uh, just down the road at Mask, it was... Just every time it looked like FC were going to score. They actually had a goal disallowed. It doesn't matter anyway because not too long after Michael Donoghue found the ball in the penalty area with a, a beautiful finish.
3: Yeah, all, all the goals in the first half had a, a touch of quality about them in different
2: ways. Yeah, Beru's goal. Beru's goal was caressed into the corner. Jake Charles's header, you likened it to a Teddy Sheringham goal. Well, it it, it was, was deft, wasn't it? Yeah.
3: it? He knew where the keeper was, was and he knew if he just nicked it over him,
2: there was nobody behind him. And, and Luke Griffiths' goal as well. I mean, yeah, captain's performance from Luke Griffiths today. Two goals in a week for for Luke Griffiths. Again,
3: I think it was the midfield that that made the difference. And also the fact that the press was so good. The press around the pitch earned dividends today. And the manager has been banging the drum for a few weeks and saying that performances have been better than the results. Yes. And it's beginning to bear a bit of fruit now, what he's been saying. I think Jake Charles's introduction into the squad has made a big difference. But also, Munro and Donoghue were sadly missed, weren't they, when they were yes, out? Yes, yes. And that's made a big
2: difference. That trio in midfield, Munro, Donoghue and Griffiths, like they were on Tuesday night, were pulling the strings and doing really well. And Jake Charles compliments them so well, because every time Jake Charles, the ball's going anywhere near him, the chances are he's either going to control it, or the ball's going to break to Donoghue yeah. in the ten roll. Well, that's um, the other thing. Yeah. When
3: we play the ball up to Charles, the players are confident enough to make runs towards him
2: yes. and support him. Yes.
3: Whereas before, you didn't always have that feeling. Now there's a confidence that oh, it's going to Charles. There might be something for me here. Yes, Is it for a layoff. You know. So I think that's a big factor as well.
2: We're going to go with Palinkas. We had a big discussion about it here. <laughs> Max Kane was brought up as well. I mean, Max Cain's had a great game, hasn't he? So determined. You, were, you said this to me earlier. In between when we were talking about, you know, how good Weatherby services are for electric car chargers, Paul. Yeah. Um, we were talking about how Max Cain's changed his game. He's, because he's not playing yeah, the, the focal role. He's tracking, he's tracking back. He's doing all the hard work. How many sliding challenges has he put in today? Max Kane's had a good game. Um, but we have gone with Palinkas. Uh, because I think, we've said it so many times before, he's got the air about him, which is just... I like a, a, a centre-back who's calm, cool and measured and he's got all those attributes. That goal that they've scored today, that overhead kick on the move, I think is the best goal of the afternoon, actually. The goal
3: from the, the goal was from the set-piece yes. and that was the only way they opened us up clinically was on the set-piece. In open play, Palinkas and Oliver... Have solidified that middle of the back four and they've found it very hard to get through them. When they've got through, Boys has made, I think it was four saves, two of them probably very good saves, but that's what he's there for, isn't he? Yes. You know, he's a reliable goalkeeper. So, you know, you look at all the factors of the team, defensively, we've been good. The midfield.
2: <laughs> Neil's been chased here by, by a load of. Do so they want more, to get interviewed Yes. Well. <laughs> good turn of pace there, Neil. Very good. Uh, we're going to be joined uh, now by the FC United manager, Neil Reynolds, who's uh, making his way up the steps here.
3: Be out of He'll breath be breath when he gets yeah. in.
2: He'll be delighted, especially with that first half performance. But the second half, we just shut him out, didn't we? Yeah. Anyway, we're going to be joined now by Neil Reynolds, FC United manager. Neil, brilliant that.
0: Yeah, excellent. <laughs> really excellent.
2: good. I don't know how else to describe it. It was just proper.
0: I don't know. Danny Granger said after the Workington game last week how good we were against another team. You were going to score goals. You were really desperately unlucky. The refereeing decisions, we talked about that. And then the next two games, we're going to score eight. Uh, nine. Nine, sorry, <laughs> there's nine, yeah. Our, our press, uh, our rotations, our individual brilliance, our team brilliance. But that was the first half. Ask me something else. I was more impressed with the second half. I was more impressed the way we managed the game. Shut it
2: out, didn't I? Shut it think?
0: out. That's a, that's a sign of a young side, quite inexperienced. But to do that against a good side, like Sir Jack Foley there, super, super, super impressed.
2: We mentioned Jake Charles on Tuesday night. It's just working really well. Whenever the ball's going up to Charles, the chances are he's either going to control it or the ball's going to break to Donahue.
0: Yeah, people say you cry out for a nine and you try and get, it. you know, I've said, I've said this before, I've used this line, they're not hung up on the back of someone's door. You know, you've got to wait for them and, you know, with our resources, we've got to work for the right one. But like I just said to Jake when he came off, you're enjoying it, aren't you? And he said, I'm absolutely loving it. And you can see, you know, with his goal again, but his whole build-up play, you know, look how high Donoghue goes, look how many times that, Griffiths and Munro can get off the second ball and then you've got the likes of Maxi and Keane just doing things but you know our full-backs in the first half, every, everything was everything was great but but what we are seeing is the is signs of, forget our goals, we're seeing the signs of a centre-half who's going to goal and goal and goal and Jan cast. he is something else, he's literally something else and we're hoping that he stays injury-free. That kid could go anywhere he wants to do, I think he's outstanding.
2: Now, just to be clear... Neil, because <clears throat> we do this remarkably a lot now. We don't discuss Man of the Matches or anything like that. Never. Never. Um, but I, I think we're agreeing. No, <laughs> oh, hands it's, uh, down. There's just an air about him, isn't there? That's just like, wow, he's just...
0: <laughs> Rolls-Royce, yeah, but aggressive. He's got everything. He's got absolutely everything. And we love, we love Jan Palinkas. We love him being him in. if he has got Man of the Match, I am over the moon for him. Uh, that's not taken away Charlie Oliver. It's no. not taking away Guy Hall. It's not taking... But he is so good. And, and when you lose... I'll give him one of the best centre-halves in the league in Curtis Jones for the last two games. And you go and score eight, and Jan hasn't played all season. He comes in and, and defends the way he has done. Leads the line, organises, communicates. He's he's, he's brilliant. You then got Pat in behind. It just it just all falls in nicely. And when I name the side today, you know when I can name Jan in that side, I, I do grow. I think, wow. And, and that, that's a lot for a 21-year-old, the way the manager feels when, yeah. when he plays. Uh, and, and And I'm over the moon. But, listen... I'll, I'll keep saying this you know people write us off people want to kind of jump up and down when we get beat we don't jump up and down we don't even jump up and down when we win we, we're happy in there we know we've got a Manchester Cup game now on Tuesday we know we've got injuries today in Guy Hall's hamstring Charles' quad uh, who else came off in Donahue you know so we're going to have to do loads of, loads of changes on Tuesday young Elliot hasn't got any minutes today we've got to but we, it was important that we put the league to bed for a week and a half after we beat Mask on Tuesday night and we could do that until next Saturday We've loved winning today. You know, we look forward to the draw now on Monday, and we look forward to the Manchester Cup game against us on Tuesday.
2: Just a couple of other players worth mentioning. I mean, everyone's got eight and nine today. I mean, Pat Boys has made some brilliant saves in that first half, especially. Um, but that midfield trio. We we had a chat about Griffiths at the start of this this broadcast. I mean, he, he's had a great game. Monroe was also in our discussions. He's been immaculate. Max Kane as well, he's changed his game. How yes. many
0: sliding challenges did he play yeah, today? Yeah, he did. We're big on work. Can i touched touch on Luke Griffiths. I know I talked yeah. to him the other night. I gave him the captain's armband yes. today. You know, If anyone looked at Arsenal last season, Arteta, I think he had five captains. He shared the armband around. Then I've had Charlie Oliver, Charlie Monroe, Charlie Ennis, and I've had Luke Griffiths, Curtis Jones. You know, I want a number of people to lead and grow out there, and I thought his performance, again, was, was one of maturity and steel. Uh, but like you said, that, that midfield three, you leave Charlie Ennis out, who was who was my favourite word, mesmeric on Tuesday night. But as a manager, you've got to make them decisions. But you can see with them three, they, they give us something else. You know, we're changing Det McLaughlin's game now into a right back. Little things, you know. Gabidon's role as left back. Gabby Don as left back, you know.
2: As you you knew, Det McLaughlin had played full back at Birl yeah. on occasion.
0: Gabby Don never played left back. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. Before he came here, <laughs> Good. I mean,
2: There you
3: go. We, there you go.
0: And we knew that, and he might play the Tuesday night. But the, the thing is, now we've got lads who can drop into different positions and, you know, we've got full who have real quality on the ball. I'm not saying Czech or Pav didn't mm-hmm. have real quality. They have, you know, Guy Hall needs a bit of competition. That could be Dante in front of that. You know, the rebirth of Keane Baru today. Great oh, goal. What a finish, yeah. What a finish, some of his tricks and then, you know, you've left Jay, Fitz at home. You know, he's got to come back in. You've left Elliot on the bench today. So, well, we're that's,
2: not, that's it. That that conversation we've had there—not to do your team selection for you for Curzon, but a midfield of Venice with Fitzmartin and Morris. play. It's not, it's not bad, play. is it?
0: velado <laughs> will play. Yeah, Elliot will play. Fitz will play if he if he's okay. Charlie Elliot will play. Dante Gavinon will play. Pav Zuck will play. You know, and that's not us uh, doing any disservice to the Manchester Cup. We had a conversation on the way up here. We're, we've got to quickly rest and recover this this, this small squad. You know, we've got. The Tuesday night games. We've got Europe coming up, and and we want to get on a run. And we said after Tuesday night, could this, could we get on a run now? And you know, that's two from two nine goals, and hopefully, there's more than three pages on the he's one tonight.
2: There we go.
0: Uh, Well, in a good way. Did I I say that? Did I say that? I couldn't resist. Sorry, Neil.
2: A big thank you for joining us. Congratulations for another brilliant performance. Very enjoyable the last two matches. uh, Commentating on them, that's for sure. Good luck in the draw on Monday. Hope we get a nice home draw uh, at Broadhurst Park in the first round and uh, we'll speak again on Tuesday at the side Stadium. And I'll just
0: close it, Ben, by saying we've, we've covered 810 miles in a round trip this week. And 45. Fa- 45, 45, yes. And the fans, yourselves, everyone who's travelled and supported us from Workington to Marsk here today just shows what an incredible set of sports we've got and hopefully, you know, them two performances got a long way to, to encouraging more people to travelling with us.
1: FC United manager Neil Reynolds there and the draw for the first round proper of the FA trophy took place on Monday and FC have been drawn at home to Radcliffe with the tie to take place at Broadhurst Park on Saturday the twenty eighth of October. But next up for the Reds will be that Manchester Premier Cup match at the Tameside Stadium on Tuesday night, as FC United take on Curzon Ashton. It's a seven forty five pm kickoff on Tuesday and we'll have full live coverage from seven thirty pm on FC Radio and on North Manchester 106.6 FM. While on Saturday, FC are back in league action as the Reds host Morpeth Town at Broadhurst Park. Kick-off in Manchester this weekend will be at 3pm and admission is pay on the gate. £13 for adults, £9 concessions, £3 under-18s, while under-5s are free with a paying adult. But if you cannot make the game, then we'll have full live commentary from 2.30pm via the FC Radio website. To the women's team now and on Sunday FC United hosted Stockport County back in the league. Let's hand over to Ben and Paul to hear how the afternoon went
2: Rathburn on the ball, Rathburn, good ball outside of a boot, finds Gillin's on side. Gillin one on one with the goalkeeper, good save by Donald brilliant save, Gillin on the left hand side of FC United's penalty, played square and that's a good piece of skill and this is a certain goal and it's Harriet Houghton there She positioned the body well and a good finish Paul
3: It was an excellent finish, Um, she just sidestepped the defender and picked a spot into the corner and being so close to goal it was almost inevitable.
2: Played in midfield, shot's going to come in here from distance, that's a great shot, had a great save. I think it was uh, Raffburn there with the effort and uh, a good save by Donald to a left-hand side towards the edge of the stop penalty here to Ritchie Ritchie gets it to Kershaw back to Carling Carling can cross this ball in it's there towards Wilding Heady clear Owen as far as Walton on the edge of the box Walton gets a second chance and a shot on goal which was comfortable for Hunter but I think that's FC's first shot on target Rathburn crosses this ball in header one cleared there by Ford out to the edge of the box over the top by Owen it's challenging for the goalkeeper and Donald palmed it wider goal Another good save from Donald Carrington into midfield. Hamer there. Ball breaks for Carrington. Carrington. Oh, it's a loose pass. Here's Gillen. Gillen chips it out to Figueroa. And Figueroa's onside. Figueroa goes for goal. What a save from Sophie Donald on a near post. Greenall heads it forward towards Gillen. No, referee. referee. That's soft. Free kick to stop-put counter.
3: If we stop that kind of challenge, then it becomes a non-contact
2: sport. Owen to take this free kick from this near touchline. Owen swings the ball in to the back end of FC United's penalty. Header one, and this time Stockport County double their lead. 87 minutes on the clock. We think it was Gemma Lancaster who scored that. Full-time here at Broadhurst Park, and the full-time score is FC United nil. 0 Stockport County 2, a goal early doors in the first half for Stockport County and a goal late on in the second half has ensured that all three points are heading down the A6, back to Stockport. Paul, your thoughts on on this afternoon's game?
3: Well, it was a game really dominated by the visitors with a goal bookended at beginning and the end. And um, in between that, FC struggled to create anything really meaningful I think Megan Hunter's had one of the quietest afternoons in goal she's probably going to get all season. FC defended quite well for the majority of the game, and Sophie Donald was a key participant in that. She had an outstanding game. But um, I suppose the pluses are the fact that it was 1 0 for a very long time, which meant we had a kind of a foot in the door. But going forward, Stockport knew how to close us off. They were much more streetwise and, and experienced I think and uh, they've done this before away from home this season. They get a lead and they're very good at protecting it and they never looked in any real danger. I think Fran Davis was very good at the back. She sniffed out any problems and was very calm and cool. Um, obviously there are other players in the Stockport side who did well this afternoon. Gillen was a thorn in our side. Yeah. Um, from our point of view
2: Apart from the defending, which was good. I mean, to be fair, the player of the match is Sophie Donald. She's had an amazing game, a series of fantastic saves. Um, but the bat line in particular, you know, I think that's the best performance Dill's put in in a red shirt. Carlin has been Jace Carlin, that we've seen since she's joined the club. And Jean and Carrington have been solid. But it has been going forward that's been a problem but I have to say you have to look at Stockport's back line it's a good bat line, you're it, not going to break it down easy are you? And it's the players that don't get in the
3: starting eleven that catch the eye as well, that's the strength and depth they've got and that's something that we're, we're a good way off this Stockport have been in this division now for a few years I think and uh, you can see this, the kind of squad they've assembled and we've, we've managed to get Sean Jean and Janice Reeves out of their side and that also is a compliment to them that they've allowed two players like that to go and they're still as strong as they were.
2: When you've got the likes of Greenall, Douglas and Faguero coming on off, <laughs> off the bench, that's a squad, isn't it? And mm. that's the level, isn't it, that we've got to aspire that's, to. That's,
3: that's what we need to be and we're not there yet. We're, not, we're a, a bit of a distance from it. But again, it's another learning curve and, and I'm sure Jenny has learned some lessons from this. I think the thing for Jenny is is that she's never coached in this division so it's a learning curve for her as well as to the level and what to expect and I think every game we play she's learning a bit more about what we need at this
2: level What do you make of Sophie Donald's performance today because you forget sometimes that Sophie Donald is a young keeper but really she's managed to keep the score down today I think when she came into the
3: side she was raw she was raw but she obviously had ability. But I think she's grown with the number of games that she's playing. And um, I think that red card she got at the end of last season was, it was a bit of a reality check for her in that it probably reminded her that she still had a long way to go. But I think this season, she's showing that she really is worthy of that goalkeeping shirt.
2: Well, we're going to be joined now uh, by Jenny Swarbrick, women's team manager. Uh, Unlucky today, Jenny. I felt we defended really, really well, but Stockport County just just had a, enough where it counted in yeah. the end.
5: Well, enough where it counted. I think there's two moments in the game, and two goals come from it. Yeah. Um, first one in the first two minutes, we've just completely swi- switched off. Um, and then we've just not had, we've not tracked the runner. Something that we've been working on time and time and time again. So the girls will be really, really disappointed about that, and they were when they spoke about it at half time and again we'll talk about after the game with them they can't switch off they've got to track the runners and then the second one towards the end i've spoken to the referee i think it was a shocking decision it's not Um, a free kick is it no those two players were at each other all game 50 50 um, which is great to see because we want that in the game you want those key battles and we talked about that so i'm all for those battles and the player has fallen forward and the referees just play straight into it and it's not a free kick i've spoken to him and that's what led to the goal but also then it's the same thing we switched off we talked about the player that starts at the front runs around the back looks for the header We've, we dealt with it and said this is how we're going to do that with our movement to tracker and we didn't do it um, now i know already some of the girls are really disappointed with that i've seen that because they know how close we are to turning these close defeats to either draws or wins um, and that's why it's so frustrating today it's two moments because for the rest of the game I thought we defended excellently and we, we did the game plan exactly how we wanted it to be to try and combat Stockport's um, interesting shape that they had.
2: Yeah and obviously we've given play the Match to Sophie Donald um, because some of the saves she's done today have just been another level. Even mm. The best unfortunately was when the flag went up and it was offside she made a, a great mm. double save but how, how good has she been today?
5: So, um, it's a team game, and right from you know the number nine that leads the line through to the goalkeeper, everyone's got to play their part. Sophie, especially today, stepped up and played her part. Some of her saves were fantastic, and we can see that building. And she, you know, she's still so young; she's only 17, but to pull out some of the saves was brilliant. She's growing in confidence every single week. She's growing in with her decision making. She's growing with her with the saves that she's making. I'm really proud for her to be with the team. But I think you know there's a, there is a number of them today that have helped her. But when you, when you, when it does, you know, we talked about our shape and. How to combat their um, their diamond that they were playing? We've done really well. And we said they will get through us sometimes, but we have to be at our best to try and combat that, and that includes the keeper. So you know the, she's done brilliant, and, and that's why that's why we have her in goal for us.
2: Yeah, all, all the back line, apart from obviously, the, like you say, the the cross that comes in from that free kick towards the end. I think I think we defended really well. I mean, last time we spoke was Dohm away, and I, and I think defensively, I think we've improved since Dohm away.
5: We we have a lot. Um, We have a lot in in so many different areas. So, you know, we 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 had to today try and defend in a slightly different, uh, in a different formation, a different system with with the wide players tucking in. Um, They got to grips with it pretty quick, and again, that just shows. The, the quality that we've got in the team in terms of understanding stuff in a short space of time um, but we were able then to to kind of squash a lot of the the attacks from Stockport um, and we talked about that I said look they'll, they will have a lot of the ball today and we, we're happy to set back with that but we can't um, and we, can, we just can't switch off in the two moments that we did today because we should have got something out of the game.
2: When it comes to Stockport though when you can bring on Figueroa, Douglas and Greenall off the bench... That's the that's the standard, isn't it? That's the gap that we've got to try and bridge. Yeah. It, 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 ho- hopefully this season, but that that will take time to get to that level where you can bring those three on.
5: Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we we're talking about our recruitment and the depth that that we're still looking at bringing in. Um, they've got depth because you know they they're a lot more established than we are at the moment and where we're at. But you know, I, I just keep going back to it and going, to look, and think about how far we can go if we stick together and we keep just adding each week. Um, and, and the points will come. Um, today. I didn't have this earmarked as a win because I knew how difficult it was but playing in a local derby we've done a lot of work this week on, on um, how they set up and we've brought in a new video analysis who's done a lot of work this week to to make us aware of how they play and I think we've done really, really well um, to combat that but again, it's just two small moments and that's the difference today um, so I'm gutted
2: <laughs> Yeah, uh, really lucky I mean, we are a good team, aren't they? Really. Um, but when it comes to Our team and the squad, uh, we're heading into this period now where we're coming in and out of different competitions. What's the mood in the the squad like at at the moment? Because you can see it's developing every time we come out on the pitch, regardless of the results. So as we move into October now, what's what's your thoughts on on where we are?
5: Well, the best teams, they're formed off consistency and chemistry, and that's what we're building. you know, you're seeing the consistency with the side that we're putting out um, and you're seeing the chemistry now coming together. So it's continuing to build on that. I mean, I've got a few thoughts over at the Manchester Cup. There'll probably be some rotations in there. Um, we've given some of the younger players some, some experience. Then we've got, um, we've got a great opportunity in the FA Cup um, when we play Cheadle Stingers. Um, I don't think it's going to be easy. Um, and also you've got the FA Cup factor in that. But, you know, for us it's very important that we, we try to try to go into that game to get the win. Um, and then we've got the the play against Hull which will be which will be tricky and I've got to think about that one so there's a lot of planning that's going into it and a lot of uh, focus that's going into it but there will be some rotation over the next few weeks I think
2: and uh, obviously I think it's Leeds next is it on the road
5: so we've got to um, again it's not going to be easy so we've got to pick ourselves up we've got to look at all the positives from today we've got to take note of the areas where we can be better and what we've got to learn from it's going to be tough against Leeds and we're going over there you know it's not just what's on the pitch it's the daytime stuff as well I mean these players will all be in work or uni throughout the day and then they've got to travel over there we've got to also remember that for our players and then and then we've got to try and also I'm glad we're not playing Tuesday and we're playing Wednesday it gives us an extra day for recovery because you know there's some, some tired legs out there again today because these players give absolutely everything they give 100% um, and there'll be a, a few battered and bruised players but you know we'll, we'll pick them up again and we'll, we'll do our do our research on, on Leeds we've already started that um, we know that they're going to be physical we know that they we've got a, we've started to highlight a bit of a system of play that they'll have in the formation so we'll look again about one how we continue to build because we don't want to go too far away from that but then also how we're going to try and combat them to try and come away from, from Leeds with minimum of a point.
2: And it's first time I think I've seen Tamara Hamer but uh... She's going to be fun, isn't she, when she, when she hits the ground at yeah, some point? Yeah,
5: well, well Tamar has been training with us since pre-season, but unfortunately, because of the team that she's just been playing for, it uh, was a Welsh team, it's taken over eight weeks to get an international clearance. Can't beat international which, clearance, can you? Um, <laughs> I get frustrated at many things in this job, and that was certainly one of them. I just think the, the system that that goes through is absolutely scandalous. To stop someone playing for eight weeks when there was nothing wrong, you know, she had no outstanding debts, no outstanding issues with Wales. We spoke to her of a club. They said, yeah, yeah, everything's fine, everything's done from our point of view. But the system is broken, and so we've got a player that's trained with us, been fully committed. She's an exciting young player. She's quick. Uh, she she loves to dribble. Um, so we've now got to, you know, we've seen a little glimpse of her out there today. So we've we've got to try and uh, build her into into the side, and and uh, as we move forward.
2: And last question, um, just to mention uh, for the junior club who turned up today Mm -hmm. Uh, have they had fun and and what what can you tell us
5: oh they sound like they've had loads of fun so uh, yeah for home games now we're we're obviously I've talked about our building our foundations and and, and building everything as we go forward because I'm confident now you know we've played some really good football we've got the chemistry going the people are starting to know the players let's push and get more fans in so we've done a lot of engagement with clubs this week this is our first team that have come in um, so they've been mascots, I think there were 17 of them I think yeah. in today plus the parents um, so we're going to be looking to do that now for all the home games going forward um, and inviting in like uh, local teams and stuff because we want we want big crowds, we want to be entertaining uh, we want to be building the women's side at the club um, and we want in the support so I thank all the fans today for coming in, I think when it got announced today was it 249 49 49 yes. as the attendance which is absolutely fantastic
1: so thank you to all the fans that have come in today Women's team manager Jenny Swarbrick there. And that game with Leeds United on Wednesday evening takes place at Garforth Town FC. It's a cash turnstile and kick-off will be at 7.45pm. While the women's team are back on the 3G on Sunday as the Reds host Haslingdon in the County Cup. That match kicks off at 2pm on Sunday. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening, and from me, Cockers, see you next time.
4: This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.